0: What's going on everybody? Welcome back to Film Code. My name is Phoenix Cloudin, and we have a very exciting show for you today. We will be reviewing the entire series of Falcon and the Winter Soldier that premiered on Disney Plus. It was six episodes. It was, I'm not going to give it away yet, how I feel about it. First off, I want to introduce you to the guys that we're going to be discussing this with. Uh, First off, welcome back. Our, our most inconsistent contributor, but we're so happy to have him. And Brandon, what's up, man? How's it going?
1: I'm good, Phoenix. Man, it is. It's it's crazy that like you 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 do mention that I've been gone for a while. Like <laughs> work and life has just been absolutely slammed. But I will be making my full time return here in a few weeks. Um, it's it, it feels weird to say that, but it's great to say that. Uh, we got some great content coming towards you guys. Um. We got uh, we got the Hooray for Hollywood segment, which I'll get into towards the end. Just talking about it. We also have our Bad Batch segments, which I'll also get into here in a few minutes. But it's good to be back. It's good to talk about more Marvel stuff. It's it's crazy. Like I remember we we wrapped up Wandavision. I'm like so, what now? And then <laughs> we did not get we did not get to record for like six weeks because life for all of us has just been absolutely nuts. So um, it's good to be back. And I'd like to welcome my good friend. Jack, he's going to be doing our Bad Batch reviews with us, because my main podcast mates are uncultured, and they have not watched the Clone Wars, and they refuse to watch the Clone Wars, so I had to go out and form my own crew so we can review these freaking shows for Star Wars, so welcome, Jack, good to have you on.
2: Hey, guys, thank you so much for having me on here. It's, it's very, uh, very uh, welcoming, and I appreciate it, guys. I'm really excited to talk about this series. and by the way, if um if they have not seen the Clone Wars, then uh, they should actually see the Clone Wars if they're about to see the Bad bats. so yeah, uh, <clears throat> I am the most uncultured when
0: it comes to Star Wars as I've only seen the first two movies. Uh, have not even de- have no idea what the Clone Wars are, so uh, you can shame me forever for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, we are here to talk about Marvel and Disney Plus's latest uh, drama series, which uh, they campaigned for for the Emmys for uh, for this show, *The Falcon and the Winter Soldier*, starring Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Uh, before we get into it, I want to know uh, right off the bat what were, if you had any, expectations for this show before it started, Brandon.
1: Okay, I'll be honest. I didn't expect much. Like I expected much, but I didn't expect much. Like I knew we were gonna get an amazing show. I knew we were an amazing story, but I went into it not expecting much. Like I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for it. It's it's definitely still at the top of my top of my list for Marvel hype shows. But I, I'm I'm glad that they didn't disappoint. Um, in the fact that like, even though I didn't go in expecting much, they delivered. Beyond my, beyond anything that I could have expected, um, there were so so many different twists and turns that I didn't see coming. There were a few things that I kind of did see coming, but at the same time, it still threw me off guard when when it did happen. Like so, we'll we'll dive more into that when we break the seal for spoilers. But overall, like I was overall overall like satisfied with my expectations for the show.
0: All right, Jack. What about you, man?
2: Um. So I did uh so th- it was also a show that i was really excited about and you know i i always obvi- obviously <laughs> love the series and um uh there is like a lot of stuff that did surprise me and um you know uh technically i kind of did um is it okay if we could say spoilers
0: not yet not yet okay not okay
2: so um you know uh delivering so much surprises you know it's it's, it's always such a great thing that marvel does you know um, so, yeah, but I love the series. I didn't expect much from the series, but hey, it, it delivered very well, as Marvel always does. so yeah, I'm
0: very happy. I gotta say, actually, taking it even further back, when they announced that they were doing these like short series of of a lot of their shows, I was really kind of like uninterested. I was like, I don't really know if this is gonna work. It seems like excessive. i don't I don't know if we need these long drawn out stories. And then WandaVision came out. WandaVision was fantastic, like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this, I was like, this was, I think this was like my second most anticipated of the Disney Plus shows. Mm-hmm. And I, as much as I loved WandaVision, which was fantastic, I did not expect this show, in my mind, to be better. And it was better. Than than WandaVision, which was really really great. So, uh, I would say like if, if my expectations were about right here, they were met and then exceeded far beyond what I thought could be possible. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, at least going into it, I was I was you know hype, but not too hype. Kind of scared actually that it would be. Slightly disappointing, just because of how well WandaVision was and how well it set up this whole, you know, short series, short form series thing. I was just expecting it to be like just under under WandaVision. Um, I feel like I'm gonna be in the minority of that opinion, but that that's where I feel. So let's kick off, starting with the first episode. Uh, the first episode, to me, I think, really set the tone for where this series was gonna go and also really sort of brung us back to the natural MCU if you want to say it like where we're getting action and we're getting like this really real world story uh you know a la the the uh first few Captain America movies uh that's just where I felt this realm was uh and I just want to know first off like For me, I mean, the moment in Endgame where Cap hands Sam the shield uh, and then we see, you know, Sam sort of reject when I would not reject it, but kind of just say, you know, this isn't something that he can do. What was what was your thought process seeing that in the first episode?
1: When he gave the shield to the government, to the museum, I did not see that coming mainly because you see like if you like if you ever saw like the super bowl spot of like them revealing like footage for the three shows for loki wandavision and um the soldier it's it shows sam practicing with the shield mm-hmm. so when he passes when it shows him passing off shield I'm like wait a second <laughs> what is he doing like because i knew the us agent was going to be in the show john walker um all of, all of my friend, Joa, um, he uh, he he told me like the first week of one of Shock and Winter Soldier. He's like, he he didn't exactly come out and tell me, but he's like, yeah, uh, I I this kind of happens. Um, but I I kind of picked up on it being U.S. agent. So um, I I had a feeling U.S. Uh, U.S. agent was somehow going to get the shield. I just didn't know it was going to be that way. Mm-hmm. So. Um, when um, so when he passed the shield off and it, we well, also we see Rhodes right, being yeah. there for, for that ceremony I'm like oh, no he, he why I'm like why is he retiring Captain America Steve just gave him the shield so um, it, it was it was good to see his decision on it though even though I didn't agree with it I'm, I was it was good to see his decision on how things of, of how what should have happened with the shield Jack.
2: Uh, yeah, so I was I was completely shocked of how Sam uh, gave away the shield. Um, you know, even when I saw an end game, you know, I, I, I understand that he was really uncertain of how the shield is going to be presented. Um, so I didn't know too much about the U.S. agent's uh history, like the origin story of him. Uh, you know, the cor- the the comic origins, but I did um. I did some video research about like what his origins was. And um, so what I really kind of despise in this series a lot was how uh, they basically cannot uh, like pick somebody like a random person to become Captain America. That's not how it works. And so <laughs> technically Captain America is, you know, the soldier serum. The serum is basically what makes you super strong and, you know, be, makes makes you Captain America. They just picked somebody from the army who was, you know, like heavy training and, you know, all that stuff. But not having the serum not making Captain America.
1: Captain America. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it- that was the one thing that I really hated about <laughs> this character being introduced into the MCU. But with Wyatt Russell's acting in this series, it was amazing you know and yeah. with so much of the hate that wyatt was getting because of his <laughs> character and so much people like hating on his character and you know uh people giving him death threats and it's, it was a stupid reason to do yeah but um you know with uh, wyatt did such a great job with this role and you know i just really hope that um he is doing the best that he can right now so yeah but really good character exactly. um I- and really good actor yeah
1: I'd like to reiterate like what Jack just said about um White Russell getting bullied off the internet. I want to reiterate that it's never okay to bully people off the internet, no especially, matter what role they played. Especially, no matter, yeah. right.
0: especially for Especially a for a
2: role they played. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's no it's exactly. no no way to yeah. It's yeah. you know, you you accept a job and you know, like <laughs> people are just like sending you death threats. It's just, you know, I'm like, I just it's just a job, you know.
0: Right. It's just a uh, job. Yeah, that was rough. I mean, especially because they like the introduction of John Walker as Captain America was I think I think part of the vitriol for it, like, and and again, there's no no excuse for it. Like you can you can dislike the character all as much as you want. I totally get that. But like the anger towards Wyatt Russell was completely uncalled for. But the way that it was done in the show. Was I think intended to raise people's ire? You know, you see, you see Sam, whom we've become very accustomed to, you know, hand off the shield, and then they give it to this random guy that we've never seen before, and and then the episode ends, and you're like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> who is this? And and no offense to Wyatt Russell, but that first shot of him in in the cap suit was a terrible. Sh- it was a terrible shot yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it looked really awful he really looked like this he looked like uh, Steve before he had the serum like <laughs> just a really scrawny kind of weird kid in in that outfit so that was a weird shot but
2: and you know like with um, the outfit with uh, uh, with John the John's outfit is uh, is so horrible you know a lot of people <laughs> do love the outfit but for me it just it does not fit well.
0: it didn't scream captain america
2: did it no yeah like,
0: like immediately when you saw it it was like yeah that that's that's not cat like it's not it's not yeah (laughs) so uh first episode i really loved it we also got introduced to uh cap's sister and her family and basically got an idea of you know his background uh which we never really got you know his dude's been in MCU for like seven years and we never really understood where he came from. So uh, I thought that was cool. And then in the second episode, we get to spend some time with Bucky and learn about what he's been doing this whole time, which I think is a a very fascinating and interesting story because this is someone who's, you know, been, he's over a hundred years old. He's been at war. He's been controlled by Hydra. He's had to fight his best friend, then team up with his best friend. He gets to go to Wakanda. He gets, you know, the the uh thing out of his head.
1: Brainwashing.
0: Yeah, he gets the brainwashing yeah. out of his head and then he gets blipped for five years, you know. <laughs> I, would, he, I would I
2: would I would basically say that Bucky is one of the characters that has been through a lot A in lot this <laughs> cinematic universe, you know. Uh yeah um also with the first episode um about bucky's neighbor you know mm. um uh him telling um like realizing that his neighbor uh was the son that he killed yeah that kinda, that kind of did that gave me a little bit of feels right there so but yeah <laughs> yeah but i would say totally B- bucky is one of the characters that's been through a lot in the mcu so feel bad yeah. for the guy <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, like I'll, I'll I'll say what he said too. Like imagine your family member dies overseas without any mention of how they died, what happened to them, and it's just a, it's just a giant government cover-up.
0: Yeah. 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 I think Buc- Bucky's probably the most tortured uh character of of, of a lot. Well, there are a lot of tortured characters in the MCU, but I think Bucky's yeah. like like top three. One of, the,
2: one of the characters has been mostly tortured, and
0: <laughs> he went from
2: being such a good friend, and then like he's ended up finding his friend, and then he end, ended up getting uh fixed up, and then you know he's still dealing with so yeah. much problems, and you know even if you're fixed, you still go through problems. So.
0: And that that I think was the best part about his character because you said it like even if you're fixed, right? After everything Bucky's been through, you would think that, you know, he's calmed down. He's got the Winter Soldier program out of him. He's back to being himself. And yet when we meet Bucky in this series, you know, he's still sleeping on the floor. He can't really get rid of the nightmares that he's having. uh, He's trying to make amends uh, and it's not working. He's in therapy, uh, which... I gotta say, of the first like few episodes, the therapy sessions are some of my favorite stuff. Like, <laughs> oh they, yeah, <laughs> they really are. They really are yeah. some of my favorite stuff. Uh, uh, I had her name. I can't remember her name, the, but the woman who played the therapist,
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah. Amy, Amy Aquino, or something like that. I, I have to look that up. Um, fantastic job, like fantastic job. I know she was here just for this, but I, I hope they can pull her in and make her a recurring character somehow. Uh, but the therapy sessions were incredible. And I I love how they start with, you know, Bucky sort of denying what he's been doing. And then, you know, we'll get to that later, but him eventually accepting how the therapy is is helping him. But uh, yeah, I, I, I love the therapy sessions. Those were some of my favorite bits.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I'll, I'll agree with that. Um the, the therapy sessions between episode 1 and 2. I, I I'm trying to kind of segue into episode 2 with this too is like the him like the the way it cuts into him like making amends of like getting some of his old Hydra controllers arrested mm-hmm. and then also trying to get him to uh, and also trying to make amends with the people or like family members of people of family members that he's killed. Um it, it's great, and then he and then he has the therapy session with uh, in the second episode with uh, Sam, yeah. and he he just comes straight out and is like is like hey, you shouldn't have given up the shield. Oh, that's what you're mad about? No, it's like hey, I'm mad that uh, he trusted you to take care of that shield and you gave it up because if he was wrong about
0: you, he was wrong about me. Uh, one of the like one of the best scenes in this series, like like legit was that that dual therapy session because you know like both of these guys had so much to get off of their chest not just about you know their relationship but about their relationship with Steve and their relationship to you know that shield and also just you know dealing with what they've been through the past 5 years i mean the only problem that i have with that scene is that it could have it could have gone longer like and it probably should have gone longer because they were going like they were like on the cusp of really saying what the problem was and they just they didn't go for it i get it but like uh that was that was just really good stuff it was really good writing
1: yeah yeah totally man um how did you feel about um what was it how how all right how did you feel about um I kind of want to start segueing into say, uh, into episode two, but I can't do that without talking about that opening action sequence because we we jumped right into him giving up the shield that uh, that action sequence that just kicked off the show it mm. was so well done I really enjoyed it um, they brought back um the the uh, the guy from uh winter soldier, which was uh, awesome
0: yeah uh. Shruta. George Saint Pierre, who played uh that Yes. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh I love that because I actually had to rewatch uh Winter Soldier. And I I, I, I could have sworn he was dead, but when I rewatched Winter Soldier, I realized, oh no, he's he he managed to get away from Cap, uh, and he's still alive. So I was like, oh, okay, sweet. Um one of my favorite villains really. Cause I mean, dude's just like, when it comes to hand to hand combat, he's fantastic. So like getting to see him, uh, you know, in that role was just, it was just great. Very satisfying.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Like, especially like I, I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally looking at it now, the fight scene where he's like, he's like, Oh, you're a real man. Drop the shield and fight me like a man. And, right, they, right. and then he does it and they fight fight. And it's <laughs> mm-hmm. so good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like uh, that scene in Winter Soldier uh, is like, not just that scene, pretty much all the fight scenes in Winter Soldier are some of the best fight scenes in the entire MCU. And I guess that's what I was really excited for, for this series, is that we were getting back to that sort of style of, you know, just really nice hand-to-hand combat, which I I think we got, I, I really do think we got, especially, I think it's episode two, it may have been three. But uh, the first fight scene that we see with the flag smashers, uh, yeah, uh, this was interesting because I was actually like kind of disappointed in both in both Falcon and, and Bucky because I was like, you know, you guys have fought alien space dogs on a completely different, you know, what I'm saying world. These guys should be no problem you know what I'm saying this should be nothing but it kind of got handled and i mean i get it for the you know progression of the series but uh yeah that was a, that was a bit of a shock and what did you think of the introduction of the flag smashers
1: i i didn't know what their plan was until like the fourth or fifth episode <laughs> but i mean i think i think it worked out well for how they set it up because if you go back and rewatch it now, you'd be like, okay, they're stealing the, so- the super soldier serum and weapons and stuff, mm-hmm. right, in that warehouse. Um, and Aaron Kellyman, who played Enfy's uh, Nest in Solo Star Wars Story. I got to meet her uh, a couple of years ago, which was awesome. Nice. Uh, I think she played a great Carly Morgenthau. Um, I don't I, I, don't even know if she exists in the comics. I'm assuming she does, but like, I really enjoyed what they did. Um, with her character, I think she played a great part as the the, the head of the flag smashers. But um, even at the end of the first episode, um, I, I can't remember his name. I think it was Ramirez.
0: Uh, Correct Torres? me if I'm wrong.
1: Torres. Torres. Yes, Torres. Um, he uh, Torres does some like undercover stuff, um, and like the introductions of, of the flag smashers right then and there.
0: Yeah, that's he the gets into the
1: first episode.
0: He gets kind of handled by one of the flag smashers, I believe. He uh, gets his butt kicked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <sighs> the, like, uh, to to my knowledge, uh, the flag smasher is actually in the comics. I believe is actually just one person. I think. Uh, I'm not a huge comic book reader, so if you've read the comics, you can let us know if that's right. But I do believe it. it it's one person, one person is the flag smasher. I do think he leads an army, but uh, for the most part, like that title just belongs to him. So them expanding it into this group, this like, you know, terrorist group actually was, I actually thought, uh, I didn't really get it at first, like the first few episodes, I didn't really get it, but it made sense as as the season went on that, you know what I'm saying? You have this situation where five years of, your life is totally different and then all of a sudden everything's trying to go back to normal but you realize like normal wasn't working of course that breeds resentment that breeds you know what i'm saying a different kind of thing and i actually like i kind of like i think it was like the first two, three, two, three episodes i was like on their side i'm like yeah like one world one people why not like what's wrong with that like
1: <laughs> um so I want to touch on the opening where John Walker gets introduced to the high school. Um, mm, yeah. They did a marching band version of Steve Rogers' Star- Star-Spangled Man with a Plan. Oh, that was used in Captain America the First song. Avenger.
0: Such a great song.
1: <laughs> I can't t- I can't begin to tell you the amount of times I listened to that song on repeat
3: Mm-mm. today. we
0: I mean and they did a big band version of it which is just is just dope uh, like, <laughs> it's just dope and okay so like i really want to talk about john walker as a character because this like this was a very interesting character that they that they brought in this is a guy who was a you know a veteran a military guy you know regimented had three medals of honor uh, decorated, you know what I'm saying, military guy. And you would think that, of course, you know what I'm saying, he passed all the strength tests, he's you know, smart in battle. This is the perfect guy to be Captain America. And as the season goes on, you realize he doesn't have the moral character to be Captain America. And he doesn't really understand the mantle of it. And he's very egotistical. And very much like my way of the highway and like so much of that is like the first four episodes is honest to god just hating john walker i feel like i feel like it's just hating that guy because he does like he does so many things where you're like oh this this freaking guy (laughs) (laughs) like well you see i think
2: that with um with john walker you know they they want to um like start off the with the fans hating the character. Mm-hmm. But then they actually like reveal like what what kind of character this is gonna be. And you know, like revealing that oh yeah, this is gonna be uh okay, again, okay, can I say spoilers? Just wanna yeah, make sure Yeah. I'm sorry, yes okay. I mean, we forgot to do the spoiler warning, but yes. Okay, we, okay, yeah. So talking- if, so you know, because like fans like they want like the fans to hate the character first and then, you know, surprise, surprise, you know, like people who read the comics and actually uh Know, pay attention to the comics this is a certain character that comes out of nowhere it's like oh yeah this is this was uh the us agent all, all along you know mm-hmm. becoming the pretend captain american you know, coming uh, becoming a character that actually is like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so
0: i i do love the build for john walker because uh you know i'm talk like talking about like immediate dislike when he's announced as Captain America. And then that continues, you know, the arrogance, the the ego. Uh, and then it leads to a pretty graphic <laughs> murder. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know I'm oh, saying? my God. <laughs> like, you know, with
2: the, the, the moment where John murders one of the, the, yeah, the, the super soldiers, you know. And it even wasn't him when, uh, when um, what was his name? We got killed. Lamar? Lamar, yeah, Lamar. Mm-hmm. So when Lamar got killed, uh, you know, John lost it. And, you know, it wasn't even the, the right person who killed Lamar. Right. And which really sucks. And what's really great about that, um, the, uh, the, per- the the person who got killed by uh, Walker, he actually told Carly that he looked up at Captain America as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And he actually yeah. got killed by, by Captain Steel. America yeah he yeah. got killed by captain america and it's mm-hmm. like such a shocking moment of how the shield was covered in blood you know mm-hmm. and how the shield is uh, a representation of hope and peace and uh like american like an american symbol and then you know it's it that symbol is now tainted. what is just tainted yeah <laughs> yeah so i, I like, loved it when they do that it was such a great moment chaotic but really good <laughs> exactly
1: for so for me john when when it comes to john walker um you know the term like you can walk the walk you can talk the talk but you'll never be yeah that was that was john walker he 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 was too egotistical like even when he ransacked that one building he's like do you know who i am steve rogers would (laughs) never do that steve rogers is the type he would he like he would never be the one to to tell sam and bucky Oh yeah, then stay the hell out of my way, or he'll, mm-hmm. he'll 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 be like, hey, yeah, he won't he won't rush in there after not even ten minutes is done. He'll let Sam handle it because he knows how Sam is. He can trust people he works on and miss- on missions with. John Walker didn't figure that out. Nah. Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. it will yeah. forever be th- I like like huge props to Anthony Mackie. Oh, not Anthony Mackie. Oh, yes, Anthony Mackey, But Sam Wilson, mm-hmm. I'm gonna lo- I'm gonna love him as Captain America now. <laughs> but oh my god, I don't think I don't think anybody holds a torch to Steve Rogers.
0: No. And what's no, inter no. What's interesting about that is like you could tell, especially through those first four episodes, that that's what John Walker was trying to do. He was trying to to live like he was trying to have all of the the acclaim that Steve Rogers has without doing any of the work that Steve Rogers does and he felt like you know what I'm saying because he had the shield he had you know the mantle that you know he deserved that same level of ad- admiration and adulation and when he wasn't getting it, he wasn't getting it. And then he was getting disrespected. He was getting this beat on. He got his ass beat by the Dora Milaje, one of my favorite scenes in the entire show. Uh, Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. Even though he kept, it was like, it was like, you know, square peg round hole, just all day long, him just trying to be something that he wasn't until eventually, you know, he just snaps and he'd be, he, he does the wrong thing. And, and that yeah. to me was just incredible. It was such a strong build to that moment too. You know what I'm saying? It was. Yeah.
2: And, and he, and as I said before, you know, like nobody, like you can't even pick somebody like, mm. like if it, like even John Walker, you know, like even he, if he has three medals of honor
3: mm-hmm.
2: and the Senator like picks him as Captain America, that is not, that's not how it works. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> As That's I said, you know, idea. you need you need the serum you need in order this. to be Captain America.
0: Well, yeah. not necessarily. You don't need the serum to be Captain America. You just need a strong moral compass to
2: mm-hmm. be
0: to be Captain America. And like that was the thing when when uh, when Steve Rogers was given it, you know, even Dr. Erskine said, like, the 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 serum only amplifies who serum. you are. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you mm-hmm. if you stay a good man, you'll be a good man. And that's, yeah. that was pretty much it, you know what I'm saying? And uh, like a lot of these guys that had the serum, they just didn't have that same heart. So uh, that leads me to another character that we have to talk about, who I think was fantastic throughout this entire series.
2: And that is Baron Zemo
0: uh, played by <laughs> yes. Daniel Bruhl. Oh uh, my
2: God. Yeah. <laughs> can, we just, can we just talk about like yeah. how Marvel released a 10 hour <laughs> cut of the Zemo dance?
0: The, that's brilliant. Like that's just brilliant <laughs> marketing. You know, I think yeah. it like it was like a actual like thirty second clip in the show, but they had like six <laughs> minutes of it and then they just kept that on a loop for an hour and put that out. That's like that's the most hilarious thing ever. It was but,
2: it's such and you know what? It will always be a treasure <laughs> of what Marvel has done. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it, it like it, it, like
2: you know, took WandaVision days to
1: release the Zemo cut. <laughs>
2: right, yeah. Like WandaVision
0: had Agatha all along, uh Falcon and Winter Soldier has the Zemo dance. I think that's that's hilarious that they they both have these iconic moments. But uh Zemo was a very interesting character in this series because this was someone who, like, you know, the last time we saw him was Civil War. And, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, he 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 did a number on the Avengers. And what was really interesting was that we when we come back to him his his ideology is his ideology hasn't changed he believes that you know this the these superpowered individuals can't really exist they they lead to you know destruction which he sees you know in, in his and he saw in his country in Sokovia. and he believes that you know what i'm saying it, it, and i think he he made a very valid case <laughs> for his argument in one episode where it's like, oh, like, I I remember seeing a, a interview with the director of the show and he said, everyone in this show believes that they're the right, that they're right. And I was like, that's an interesting thing. It's like, how do you, how do you write that? And then I'm, I am I hear Zemo, and I'm like, oh, crap, I agree with Zemo. And then I was like, I also agree with the Flag Smashers, and now I'm understanding John Walker. I'm like, this is insane. Like, everyone in this show believes that they're, they're right and that they're the good guy. And Zemo's motivation to me, I think, was the strongest of the show. He was just his adamant belief that these people can't exist. And I think uh, the scene where he smashes the... Uh, the the vials of the serum that shows right there like if anything Zemo is true to his principles <laughs> like, yep, that's, yeah. yeah that's why I think he's one of the most uh interesting characters on the show because I think he, he just did a great job with what uh, he was given
2: well yeah, yeah, and yeah even exactly even was, in, in civil War you know he was he was probably uh, you know the probably the greatest villain ever until Thanos you know but <laughs> um but Zemo yeah definitely such a great character um yeah the uh I forgot I don't know how to pronounce the actor's name Daniel Brühl Daniel Brühl yeah Daniel Brühl okay yeah. yeah
1: see like without Zemo Thanos wouldn't have been able to win um, That's true that's true yeah yeah definitely Zemo was the like that a lot of people don't realize that like this is why Zemo is one of my favorite MCU villains even over Thanos is because he did, all he had to do was stay to bombing Mm-mm. and that's about it <laughs> and show iron and show tony stark really killed his parents that was it boom mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah avengers mm-hmm. are gone
0: yeah i mean so i think that i think it's very significant too especially to zemo's point that it took it didn't take you know a super-powered alien being, you know what I'm saying, to to really tear these guys apart. It was a regular, average guy who did not like this. And then basically when we see him in Falcon and Winter Soldier, he's still that same guy who's just like, no. Like, I will stand in the way of this because this is – I think it's a very interesting word that he used when he called – he said, like, anyone who takes that serum is is – in line with supremacist ideals i was like that's a really strong assessment like it's a really strong belief to to like to say that but then when you think about it like when you think about his journey it makes perfect sense
3: yeah Mm
1: -hmm. (sighs) i something i something i want to touch on is um uh, we're getting closer to the back half of the season now Mm -hmm. um I want to touch on the episode four ending. Oh, one when um, John Walker takes the serum because he talks. He has to talk with Lamar um, about would you take the, the the serum? He's like, "Yeah, hell's yeah, man! i oh, <laughs> take the serum in a heartbeat." <laughs> Meanwhile, Sam gets asked that same question in the same exact, almost the same episode, I think, mm-hmm. and he's like, "No, I'm not going to take that serum." He he has no hesitation. Yeah, John Walker's conflicted about it, and him ending up taking it led to the downfall of him being Captain America. Because, like, like the the doctor said, bad becomes worse. Bad became worse in him. He yeah. snapped. He killed. He literally murdered people. He he murdered someone in front of hundreds of people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like I'm I'm surprised they stripped him of his title right then and there. Right. They, I thought they, yeah. I thought they were going to give him a slap on the wrist or something, but they actually stripped him of the title of Captain America, which, yeah. which I'm happy about.
0: I mean, and, that was that like, was stunning, honestly. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like in that that fight scene between um, Bucky and Bucky Sam versus John Walker to get the shield.
2: So good, so oh my well God. choreographed. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh huh.
0: That like we could talk forever about these fight scenes because they were they were really freaking good
2: like well you see with the with the with the fight scene between sam and bucky versus john walker i thought that fight scene you know when they released the mid-season trailer for the series i thought this fight was going to be like like between like the middle of the ending of the series but um no i'd like it just like right before you watch the next episode when the the trailer released like no we're getting right into it
0: (laughs) right right yeah you would think that would be like the main event like no we kicking off the episode with that like that was insane uh
2: Mm, yeah (laughs) yeah, but see i I like surprises like that so
0: yeah yeah. uh like uh going back to what you like john taking the serum um I also want to talk about like how good that was built like uh because it's it's such a it's a lingering question right like that entire episode would you take it should you take it uh is it is it good or bad is like you know just enhances who you are um mm-hmm. like when when you find out he he took like he obviously took it and to me it just it's such a a beautiful build because especially because in the moments where you see John Walker when he's not in uniform are some of the most humanizing moments that he has. Like the first time we see him and he's, you know, just before he's being announced as Captain America, they have a great scene with him and his wife and him and Lamar. Like, you know what I'm saying? this. He actually seems like a really decent guy. And then when he's having the conversation with Lamar about taking the serum, he's very calm, you know what I'm saying, he's a decent dude, but leading up to that every time he's in the suit, he's he's like unstable he just can't, he can't understand like why no one's listening to him, why he's not getting that grandeur of respect or whatever and ultimately it leads to him feeling like not only sh- that he should take it uh, or that he, he has to take it, but yeah, like he needs that serum because that's the only way captain America really gained his notoriety was because he, you know, had that serum in him. And it's like, no, that's not true. But it was a, it was, a, I just think it was built very, very well.
2: Yeah. And you, you know, like uh, even if you do have the serum, you know, that, that technically does not make you captain America. What, how to become captain America is to be basically like Steve mm. and, um, exactly you know it's like it's like to have the heart have mm-hmm. the have the serum but you need to have the heart as well so like you can't like use the serum and then like pretend that you're captain america you also <laughs> have to you also need to have the heart as steve did so yeah yeah so yeah
0: <laughs> i want to talk on another character that i think was fantastic and we got introduced to him uh early and then we we, we came back to him and that's uh isaiah bradley Uh, who I think was, I mean, brilliantly cast. Uh, Carl Lundy, I think, did an amazing job with that character. Uh, But knowing that story, like, that was incredible. Like, uh, Like, knowing that there was always this other version of Captain America this entire time that nobody knew about. And his story, you know, is essentially identical to Steve's but the treatment is so radically different. Like, I just, I, I mean, like, talk about just really good writing, really, really strong writing, the introduction of that character. And I love the fact that we came back to him and we 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 expound on those ideas and everything. Cause I was like, when we first meet him, I think it's the second, either second or third episode. Second, second and, yeah, second. yeah. And, like, it's such a quick meeting. I'm like, no, don't leave. Like, there's so many questions. Like, what do you mean? And so I was super happy that they came back to him and we got to learn more about him. Uh, really strong character. What you guys think of Isaiah Bradley?
2: Oh, man, Isaiah. Man, <laughs> probably um, very emotional of how, you know, his story wasn't remembered or how it wasn't told. You know, uh, it's, man, uh, but... <clears throat> with the ending of what Isaiah got uh, definitely brought tears to my eyes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> man. What a character, what a character to introduce to us. Um, yes. And a really great actor to play this amazing, amazing character. So I'm really happy of how they handle his character and how his story was told and, you know, how his story will always be remembered as, you know, the, the hero who used to, who um, tried to be, you know the the hero as Captain America, but you know, like the hero who was always there. So.
1: Right. Yeah, like uh, I'll I'll back up with what Jack just said. Like I I really enjoyed Isaiah. Um, it's a shame how like Isaiah basically did the same thing Captain uh, Steve Rogers did by breaking into like a Hydra compound mm-hmm. and just freeing a bunch of people, but it was a different. It was a different thing. I don't think like the U.S. feds locked him up only because he said Hydra experimented on him, and mm-hmm. Hydra is not affiliated with like the U.S. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, even then, like, even though like it, it's still a really messed up story. And I think he still sh- he's like uh, him getting that memorial at the very end, like, <laughs> was just so touching. Um, like, you could just see the emotion in his eyes. I'm like man he, he he deserved it yeah. like because it, it's not it's not it's not the steve rogers memorial it's the captain america memorial right yeah. Captain, yeah steve rogers we're gonna have st- all of steve rogers's story we're gonna have isaiah bradley's and eventually down the road we are gonna have um sam wilson in there which yeah. is in- insane yeah. to think about but like it's it's crazy how mu- how much they're expanding on like the whole not just Steve Rogers and Isaiah Bradley just on the Captain America story as a whole. Yes. I'm just especially especially cuz they announced Captain America 4 right like
2: 10 and hours he, ago. He, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> on your left.
0: <laughs> I I love okay like I've I've loved the MCU since the beginning. I really have. Um but I feel like the cap stories are the only ones that are consistent, like, like, and just consistent, like with that character and with his story arc and with what he means to the greater, you know what I'm saying? Not just the greater MCU, but I think like the greater world is that, you know what I'm saying? They, they've been able to maintain that for three movies, uh, you know, what I'm saying not just, not just the three cap movies, but also even in like the Avengers movies. And now, you know in this like just i feel like the cap stories are the most comic accurate and also like the most original like when it comes to these stories i mean they they're just really really strong uh stories uh the one thing that we haven't touched on that we absolutely have to touch on uh it was built up all season uh people guessed it early but it was still kind of shocking to find out that sharon Carter. Was the power broker like? <laughs> I,
1: I, I I didn't think it was shocking. As soon as as soon as Carlene said it, I'm like, yeah, oh. no, nope, she's the power broker. <laughs> I, I I said it right before she said it. I'm like, nah. I, I, that that's the one letdown. Is like they they kind of let us on too early for that. Like I I feel like Nathan. Like if we were to ask Nathan right here, um, <laughs> if what his thoughts were, he would have been like, yeah, I. I agree with you. Um, yeah. The, the, the reveal of the power broker, man, I, I, I just didn't get behind it. Well, but like the reveal of the power broker, I didn't get behind it.
0: What was interesting to me was like, I feel like, I feel like it was one of those things where it was like, Oh, we can't wait to figure it out. But it was like, it wasn't like subverted. It was literally like, yeah, it's right there in front of you. Like, I, yeah, obviously she's a power, <laughs> <Yeah>. bro- <laughs> like, yeah. right? But like, it was just, it just needed to be confirmed, and that was getting it confirmed. I think it was like really, really great. But it was like, it was sort of like painfully obvious the entire time, <laughs> like we were watching it. But so
2: mostly for like, me with the so mostly with me with the power breaker. It, it was kind of the, one of the things I was really confused on trying to follow up here. Um, so mostly you're talking about when she basically revealed herself at the end credit scene of the final episode. Mm-hmm. That's what you guys say. Yeah. So it was one of the things that I was really having a hard time trying to focus on. And then, you know, at the end credit scene where... Um, uh, Where Carter reveals herself, I was kind of confused if she was the bad guy all this time, or if she's planning something.
0: Yes, I mean it's it's definitely one of those things where it's like, okay, like, what does that mean exactly? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It it hasn't really been explored. Like, we all assume that that her being the power broker means she's a bad person, but is she like? Could she be working with someone else? Could she be working for Hydra? I like, mean, there, there's, yeah, like, where is it going?
2: <laughs> well, you see, with, I
1: mean, if um. She works for
0: Hy- go uh, ahead.
1: Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say if, if she's working for Hydra, she is disservicing everything that her <laughs> aunt stood for. Yeah, like, that's,
2: that's what I was about to say so, as well. Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: I, I get Sharon's going down a deep path, but I don't think she'd go deeper into that path of disservicing and like, doing disrespecting her aunt like that. I don't know. I
0: don't know.
2: Betrayal. You know, they, they could do they could do anything. You know, yeah. like Marvel has shocked us before, and uh, just you know if and if it does turn out to be true, you know if if she does end up working for the bad guys, you know Hydra, but. at this point like pretty much hydra is and hydra and shield are are done but um but if she is ending up working for the bad guys um it's going to be a shock for me you know (laughs) know, she she worked she fought alongside captain america and you know she she's basically still living on her aunt's uh legacy and then you know like if she ends up like trying all those stuff you know it's going to be rough very rough so very
3: very
2: uh so you know i am i am very
0: very curious what they do with that character because uh yeah there's just so much so so very many interesting ways that it could go uh yeah it's just it's it's very interesting (laughs) to me and uh and i and i'm really i'm really loving it like to be honest with you i think what uh what exactly they're going to do with that character. It could go a number of different ways. So I'm super excited to see exactly uh, what they do with her. Uh, One other character I want to talk about who got introduced late and uh, was a big surprise is uh, Miss Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who who was the surprise cameo for this show. this is a character that like you, you got to be a comic head to really know. Uh yeah, like uh this I'm
1: over, is I'm over here laughing my ass off because I could just think about Nathan just yelling is <laughs> yelling and screaming about
0: <laughs> oh, they let us down. I <laughs> a big cameo, man. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I mean, this is a big cameo but like like to me it was so confusing because I was like it's like, are we doing a Veep crossover here? Like, what's yeah. going on? Like, why is Julia Louis-Draffis here? Uh, but yeah, like, she, uh, that character is uh, in the comics uh, referred to as Madam Hydra. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to go in that direction because, uh, you know, you never know with, with Marvel, but uh, her character is very interesting and very calculating. I'm not exactly sure what she's after, and... That's something that, that, that interests me, but also kind of baffles me and kind of upsets me because I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, who is she and what, what does she want? What'd you guys think of the, the surprise cameo? <laughs> uh,
2: you know, like, um. so at first, I, I sadly didn't know the character and I didn't, uh, uh, didn't recognize the, the character and the, you know, the person that was who showed up or anything but you know as uh, after i did finish the episode i did do some research on the character's background in the origin comics and stuff and it seems like uh it's going to be a very interesting character and in how they're going to take this down the road you know um but uh unfortunately i did yeah. not understand the the cameo which i wish i did <laughs> i wish i did but So yeah, see. So I'm not not much. I'm not much of a comic person, but yeah, I'm
1: with I'm with Jack on this one. I'm not much of a Seinfeld fan. Like, (laughs) I've seen maybe two or three episodes in my life. Um, I mean, when I watched the episode with my dad, my dad was like, "Oh, hey," but like me, I'm like, "Eh, eh, whatever (laughs) But like, I mean, I mean, is it is it good that she's? Is it good that they brought her in? Hell yeah! Yeah. I'm like. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, expect yeah, her yeah. To be in the M- yeah. I didn't expect her to be in the MCU, so I think that's pretty cool. But like at the same time, yeah. like, do I care? Not really. <laughs> Am I excited for Madame Hydra finally? Other than because they they met they introduced Madame Hydra in in Agents of Shield, but she was a synthetic robot.
0: Okay.
2: So <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So this being the actual
2: Madame Hydra, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm I'm am down for it as well. Even though, even though I do not know the characters so much, you know, I I do at That's... least have to give it a try and you know explain uh, try to get more for origin, you know, more into an understanding for actually, myself. So yeah, I
0: actually think that'll work out better. Is like especially for like this new generation of fans who don't know that character to really get to you know get to know her through this show. Um, uh, I think. Uh, before I want, before we talk about Sam and, and his entire story uh, and the finale, which we also have to get to, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no way this doesn't get a season two, or 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 if, are gonna, we using no, Captain America four as as its sequel? It,
1: this is segueing into Captain America four,
2: so it's just so it's leading into Captain America four.
1: I, I I like I mean like why would why would you set a, why would you introduce a fourth Captain America movie with Sam Wilson in it if you're not if you if you're just going to do a season 2?
0: I mean, I don't know if you could do show. a season 2 before. Cap- I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would like either way. I'm I'm satisfied. I'm glad we're getting to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh yeah. get more of this character. But like would I would I prefer like I, like that's the question I'm asking is like would I prefer a two, two, two hour and twelve minute movie versus another six hour show? I don't know, like yeah,
2: I don't know. Same here, same here. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> with um, you know, with movies, you know, uh, they do like like you know, it's it's just one whole story just boggled up all together and you know, uh. <laughs> While while a show, you know, a show uh, uh, takes part of, of a movie and actually, like, puts it all together, but, you know, kind of does a cut. And when that cut comes right there,
3: mm-hmm. the
2: cut is like, you know, hey, we're going to just save a surprise, you know, but here, here. You have a story, you know, here's a part of the story, and then when the cut comes, wait, and then... story comes but technically i would prefer a movie over a tv show because you know like less waiting and stuff but you know you just when you're watching a movie you you get the full story Mm -hmm. instead of like you know breaking it up into parts yeah uh
0: i don't know what about you brandon what you prefer
1: i prefer a movie because like you're not gonna have john walker killing someone and then Mm -hmm. it cutting to the credits and you having to wait a week You'll have Don Walker <laughs> killing someone, and then going about his business, jumping right into the next scene. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. I'm all for a two-hour. I'm am I'm all for a two and a half-hour movie of just Captain America four being the sequel to this show.
2: And with uh, with shows, you know, like um, what's the one thing I do want agree about uh, having a show mostly is how. At the end of every episode, it always leaves a surprise
3: mm-hmm.
2: where when you're watching a movie, you're watching the end of the movie, including the end credit scene, mm-hmm. the ending and the end credit scene. You know, that's the only su- big surprise about the movie. You know, like if John Walker c- kills the U.S. agent in the movie, yeah, that's a big surprise, but it doesn't live like, doesn't go off as a big cliffhanger. Right, and it doesn't show up as a big surprise a lot. But
0: see, I'm a, I'm of the mindset I much prefer a series over a movie, only mm-hmm. because I feel like I feel like if this series were a movie, there are a lot of moments we probably wouldn't have gotten uh, with characters, and that that to me is is the thing that I care the most about. Like ex, like learning more about uh, uh, Bucky's backstory and learning about Isaiah Bradley and all of those things. I, I just feel like that structure only works in a television format as opposed to a movie. I feel like as a movie, this would have been Sam discovering the Flag Smashers and their mission and then trying to stop them. And that's the movie, you know what I'm saying? Like,
3: yeah, but yeah.
0: like, like this, this was broken down into parts. It had so many segments at so many moving uh, parts, so many different stories that mattered, that were interesting, that were fleshed out. Uh, so I dug that part. So for me, I'm hoping they do Captain America and the Winter Soldier season two, uh, you know, beforehand. And then then we can work on the movie, but I, I want another season of this show.
2: You know, even even if they do end up making season two, obviously I am, or we are gonna watch it, you know. <laughs> Obviously people are gonna watch it and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean even if they make a season two, I'm I'm down. You know? Yeah, I'm down. So exactly.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Like like if they decide to go forward with carrying on the story with season two, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Am I excited? Hell yeah.
3: <laughs> but like Hell yeah.
1: I just think I just think this story could be condensed into a I just think what's coming up is can just can be condensed into a two-hour, two and a half-hour movie, mm-hmm. and just make it Captain mm-hmm. America four. Like
0: yeah, I mean, hey, they, I think they, they could do both, and I'd be perfectly okay with that. <laughs> and
2: um, you know, like getting off topic, you know, like uh, with uh, the this series, but you know, like how so much speculation of this phase of the of phase four. Mm-hmm. mostly a lot of people are thinking that this is going to be a multiverse phase mm. uh you know with uh, uh pedro uh the the x-men quicksilver appearing uh appearing in wandavision <laughs> that kind of like got me off so so like off guard right there i was in complete shock when i saw pedro in, in wandavision I thought to myself, you know what? They are definitely going to go for a multiverse. And I thought this basically confirmed, uh, the Spider-Verse to happen in Spider-Man three. So.
1: And and then you're going to be Ralph Boner.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ralph Boner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I hate that, but it's so funny. Uh, but so getting to, getting to, uh, the, the star of the show, uh, Sam Wilson, and his journey through this series. Um, you know, I think obviously, uh, you know, everyone had an incredible role and they did it to the, to the, to the T Sam Wilson's story arc though, from episode one to episode six is probably my favorite of, of anybody this, uh, this series.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. it's just so well done, you know, with him giving up the shield and and thinking that, you know what I'm saying, it's not right for him to carry on that that tradition, to losing it, to John Walker, to wanting it back, to, you know what I'm saying, figuring out, like, what I also loved is that, like, you know, uh, Bucky was like, we should take the shield, we should take it, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, and do it ourselves. And Sam is like, what does that accomplish? You know what I'm saying, like, like Sam, I, literally until episode five i think didn't really say like i need that shield you know what i'm saying i need it back he didn't really mm-hmm. say that until that moment so like mm-hmm. what was interesting to me was just seeing his growth and 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 his learning process of what that shield means and what it means to carry on that mantle yeah all the way all the way to episode six was just fantastic
2: i agree i was also about to say that so yeah but i i obviously loved his arc in this story because you know in the beginning when he was presented with the shield in endgame you know he didn't feel right at the he didn't feel like it didn't belong to him at first but then you know like um he sort of as the series progressed you know he started to understand like what it really means and how that shield represents to a lot of people and then he he realized that he has to take the job. He realized that he has to live on with the legacy as Steve did. So.
0: And uh, and also that he never stopped being a, a hero. It was never like, oh, if I can't be Captain America, then I, I I can't do this at all. It was like, you know, like, okay, yeah, I gave up the shield, but I'm still, you know what I'm saying? I'm in Berlin. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with these Flag Smashers, even as Falcon, you know what I'm saying? Even as this this regular guy with you know superpowered wings, I'm still out here trying to, you know, be that guy and not forcing myself to be something that, you know, wasn't wasn't was given to me, but you know, isn't something that uh fits me until, you know, obviously it did. Uh Brandon, what'd you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Sam ended up being like, yeah, I'm 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 kind of fine with having the shield. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of fine with him having the shield, whatever. And then it's like, he's like, I I made my bed. I gotta, I I gotta kind of mess up the sheets a little bit, (laughs) but it, and and then he realizes, Hey, Steve Rogers would never murder someone with the shield. Right. (laughs) I'm gonna need that shield back, bro. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's uh,
2: yeah.
0: And so I got to talk about uh the finale. Uh the most recent episode, we just watched it. Uh it was built up very very nicely. Uh the final shot in in uh, episode 5 was was Sam opening the package from Wakanda and we don't get to see it, but we all know it, it's got to be the new suit. Uh first off, what did you guys think of the new cat suit? Uh Jack what about Oh you- man.
2: So you know, uh, even even if we didn't see like what was in the case, I knew I knew it was going to be his suit. Um, I I really love the suit, yeah, way better, way better than John Walker's Captain oh, America yeah. suit. <clears throat> way better, one hundred percent. At the uh, like the beginning of the episode, you know, mm-hmm. like it went straight right into it. You know, it's like reveal. You know, like this is your new Captain America. And it's really awesome, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially with, uh, uh, you know, like black people being treated differently in this country, you know, in this time right now, you know, uh, with this symbol, you know, showing that, you know, a black person can do anything. And, you know, this is a black Captain America. And I really, really love this direction of what Marvel's going to do, you know, showing that, you know, racist, being racist is not really the best thing to do in life you know <laughs> like it's uh i really loved it you know i also loved when sam was you know saving the people out of the uh from the truck from falling down um mm. you know the people were seeing a black cap in america and, yeah. and you know like uh, i think it was i think it was one of the people who was saying like hey that's black fountain that's black <laughs> fountain that's black falcon Right. But no, that that's Captain, Captain America, America. Yes. which is awesome. I loved it, really loved it.
0: Brandon, what'd really? you think of the new new suit? It was beautiful,
3: um,
1: <laughs> completely comic accurate. I I kind of saw that suit coming. Um, I I kind of I I I knew they were going to leave it at a cliffhanger. I'm like I'm like, well, he hasn't opened the case yet. He's he, he, they're not going to show it this episode, and then and then he just busts through the windows like. I'm rocking the new suit. And then the dude's like, Who are you? He looks at him dead in the eyes like I'm Captain, Captain America. America. I'm yeah. Captain America.
3: <laughs>
0: beautiful. It was uh, very beautiful. yeah. Like, yeah. I, I also want to point out, like, I think this is one of the very few times where Marvel's actually done a comic accurate, like, like suit for anyone. I mean, obviously, I think Spider-Man and, and Iron Man, those are pretty close to the comics, but like for many well, of like I mean, their side characters, like yeah. they switched it up a lot, and like
1: they
2: did. I mean, yeah. Wanda,
1: Wanda's suit was finally
2: became oh, comic accurate. God, no, Wanda's suit in WandaVision. Oh my god,
0: her final suit what? is is not comic accurate, but it is fantastic. It's, it is. It's fantastic, close yeah. though, right? Yeah, close. it's close, yeah. but yeah, it's <laughs> oh, it's much sweeter. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like I loved, I loved his suit. I love that it's also sort of a blend of two of the uh, cap suits so he's got like the the little uh, silver navy logo at top Mm -hmm. and then he's got the red and white stripes in the middle like oh that's like a blend of two of uh cap's old suits but yeah i dug it i thought it looked beautiful especially with the wings the uh the wings and the shield Uh, uh,
2: i i really loved it how they still you know it still kept the wings you know i loved it how you know also with um uh, how red wing got destroyed right in the second right. episode and then he actually rebuilt red wing in this yeah. episode which i was really happy about so
0: i really love it someone said uh i saw a comment somewhere where someone said oh now he has red wing white wing and blue wing because you know he's captain america now. <laughs> 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 oh, like, oh my god that's, that's cheesy but i love it <laughs> but uh Yeah, so the finale, like you said, it kicks off right into action. We're going right into it. Uh, Sharon is back, and, you know, we get to see her pretty much, you know, do her bad thing, which was great. Bucky having an excellent fight with the Flag Smashers. Uh, One of my favorite moments in this entire thing is there was a lot of great, like, it the first like 40 minutes of this episode was like just a huge fight scene um but like one of my favorite moments is uh sam uh battling against this helicopter and he like you know he he like calls this lady on the phone's like i hear you're a pretty good pilot is like you know (laughs) you're gonna take the wheel in a second and like i i mean just the way it was done the choreography of it the style of it, the way, like the sheer fact that it didn't happen instantly. Like it took some time. It was an actual fight for him. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Just, just beautiful stuff. And some really great shots throughout and man, like the way he was throwing that shield, bro. I was like, yeah, that's cap right there. He, he, he threw it like he, he'd been doing it his whole life. So it was really impressive. Uh, that's just one of my favorite shots. What about you guys?
2: Um, yeah i mean you know the the fight scenes in this series was also very very well done you know also with um uh as he said with the helicopter fight you know like sam planning to actually get um you know the one of the 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 pilot of the the helicopter to you know eject from the the helicopter and then you know oh, the
3: yeah.
2: yeah so a great plan is a great fight sequences yeah i don't know um <clears throat> one of the fight sequences i I also loved it how you know out of what happened you know john with with john and sam and bucky Mm. at the end of the episode kind of john kind of does team up with them a little bit and actually helps them try to capture carly and you know try to stop carly for what she's doing so you know that kind of did surprise me a little bit you know like i thought that maybe uh john was there just to ruin things more but he Mm. actually ended up being on their side and you know just yeah
0: yeah, yeah like so I,
2: much surprises. I, I thought
1: I, exactly like i i thought john was just gonna be there because he was salty about things but he actually cared to about like even at the end like after sam's speech at the end to the senators he even john walker gives him like a nod of approval he's like all right
2: you're captain america
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love that also
2: can we also talk about John's homemade uh, school project shield? Oh my for a God. Minute? I'm telling you.
1: I'm telling you. He looked online on like Google or something. It's like DIY shield. How much does vibranium cost? How to steal vibranium? How to sneak into Wakanda? Oh,
0: dude. Man. he it looks
2: like he actually bought that shield from Dollar Tree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, felt, I felt so bad for him because he like throws it at Carly. And she like kicks it away like like it's nothing i'm just like damn bro you worked so hard on it's something yeah.
2: like you would order off wish <laughs> it's like he actually orders something and he from ikea
0: <laughs> oh man i i feel bad cuz i you just know he felt so proud of it and it's just it's yeah just, it got destroyed yeah. in a minute It was But if
2: you have to know you have to know that- uh you're you're dealing with with super soldiers
0: right yeah
2: these guys will destroy <laughs> the shield. that shield would be basically nothing like uh, you made it it's nothing like it never existed so it
0: was it was it was adorable it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a very adorable <laughs> shield i'm so proud of him uh <laughs> yeah uh no but i loved it i loved it i loved it hello yeah um uh, <laughs> Uh, something else I want to talk about in the in the finale actually I want to talk about because i don't I don't want to be overly glowing so uh I want to know were there any things that you guys felt that weren't up to stuff uh throughout this entire series was there anything that was just like that jumped out at you that you didn't like
2: I mean you know uh at- at first, when I started watching the series, you know, the first two episodes did kind of like run slow for me. But, you know, as the episodes did progress, especially with the episode where uh, John does kill one of the uh, the Hitchmen. So, you know, the, once we got to that moment, you know, things start definitely started to pick up a lot. Um, but... The first two episodes did kind of run slow for me, but as you know, as the series progressed, I rewatched the episodes, and you know, it's 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 good. It's a really good series. But
1: yeah, um, one thing that jumped out at me is um, our friend Joa, who's gonna be doing our Bad Batch reviews with us. He was actually an extra on the show. Um, he was there at the uh, the high school football game. Nice. Um, when they first brought out John Walker, and they CGI'd over him, and they completely edited him out. So oh, I'm a little salty about
2: that. <laughs> Oh man. That's, that's one, no, that, 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 that sucks. I've that yeah.
1: literally spent 10 minutes paused on that. I'm like, all right, <laughs> he said he was in a red sweatshirt. Where is he?
0: Oh, that's messed up. Oh, <laughs> uh, shout out to Joe, man. We know what you did. Good work. Sorry, they yeah. they, they cut you out of the scene. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, like the only the only issue I had, well, not the only issue, but uh, I definitely agree with Jack when he's talking about like the pacing of the first two episodes is not, it, I don't think it's, I, I think it drags definitely. Obviously they're building up to something, but like I feel like if you spent the first two episodes doing that, then the next, you know, two should be a little bit more fast paced, but even like the third episode kind of was a little bit slower and it was just like, ah, come on, when are we getting there? You know what I'm saying? And then obviously like from episode 4 on it just it it's a roller coaster and it's amazing. But yeah, it was a bit of a slow build. There were some there were some things that I felt like took way too long, longer than they should. Yeah. Or a lot of yeah. a, a lot of questions that were up in the air from from much of the series wasn't sure where they'd go. Um but one of the things that I, I have to point out is like okay, Everywhere Sam and Bucky go, they're recognized everywhere, except for a random bar in Madrapur where no one knows that this is Falcon. Like, like, really? Like, th- there's nothing but criminals here. But you're telling me y'all don't know that this is Falcon. Like, exactly. Like, they, <laughs> they,
1: they were like, they thought he was like this big thug. Sir, smiling like, um, tiger <laughs> smiling tiger that was his name yeah and yeah. he was like and, and then he gets the phone call sam he's an imposter
0: <laughs> like really <laughs> like i don't know like it, it, it was just random it was weird because literally like he's walking down the street they're like black falcon he's like it's just falcon kid you know <laughs> like it's just it's one of those things where it's like like even in the finale, like, you know, Bucky's walking into the building and they're like, Sergeant Barnes, how are you? Like, so, you know, this guy, like (laughs) what's going on here? So it was just a random thing. It's a little small nitpick, but it was something that kind of drove me crazy. Um, Also
2: with the, with the whole black Falcon situation, I think in one of the episodes where I think it's the episode where Sam meets Isaiah um, you know, when he's about to walk up to his house, you know, he sees these kids and the kids are like, hey, you're Black Falcon. And I'm like, yeah, well, isn't that a little racist? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. And then like and then like, Sam was like, well, are you Black kid?
0: Right, yeah.
2: <laughs> it was really,
0: that was really good. That was just a really yeah. good way to divert that situation. That was good. I want to, before I, before I give him that, I actually do want to talk about one other thing that, uh, one, one negative that I have for this show. Uh, that is the writing for the female characters. Um, so there's only about I, I want to say three or four female characters really in it. Uh, the therapist is in like two the first two episodes. She doesn't really come back uh, for much of the show. Uh, there's a girl that Bucky dates she, that she's in that episode. Uh, so you know what I'm saying that's not a major one. But I'm I'm mainly talking about Carly and uh, Sharon Carter. Uh, I feel like both of them are are weirdly underwritten. Sharon Carter definitely more than Carly, but like you know she's she's there. We know there's a story there. Maybe they'll expand on it more if they you know what I'm saying do another season or if they, or if it's in Captain America Four. but it felt like she wasn't we didn't like for everyone else who had such an expanded uh, you know backstory, uh, hers was sort of left in limbo my main issue with Carly was I, I couldn't really understand her motivation like it was yeah. like yeah. yeah it was like clear I thought like in the beginning like okay yeah you've been displaced and and you're left with you know fewer resources and you know, these people who are back in control, they're resetting the borders and yada yada. You don't want to live in that in that world anymore because the mm-hmm. world that you had in the first five and that five years was better. Okay, I got that. But as it went on, I was like, okay, now you've lost me. Like like the, the whole idea that you have to kill these people in order to get your point across, I, I wasn't understanding that. I wasn't really sure what her ultimate goal was. So that was a little confusing for me, Uh, even though I felt like she was really she was a a strong character and, you know, really helped, you know, build this this story. I just felt like I didn't understand her motivation terribly well and I still didn't get it by the end. But I still like the character. I still like the idea of the Flag Smashers. I hope uh, there's some continuance with them and with their story arc and with their major complaint, which I think is, is a is a strong one. But, uh... And
2: especially with uh, Carly, you know, I think I think that she was taken away too soon, you know. I When her death came in the show, I was a little shocked of how they killed off Carly in this show because, you know, I thought that they were going to save her for future projects to come for the MCU. But, you know, I, I really wish that we got more about Carly, but, uh, you know, yeah. stuff like this happens, you know, they just end up just killing the character off and, you know, just ending the story there. But I really wish that we did get to see more of Carly and I, yeah.
0: I hope that someone else decides to take up that mantle of the leader of the Flag Smashers and uh, you know, and we get, we get more development. It was just, it was just, I didn't really understand our motivation as, as the series went on. That was probably, probably my major complaint. Um mm-hmm. But other than that, I would put this above WandaVision. As much as I enjoyed WandaVision, I thought that was a great show, just super unique. And and Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen, fantastic. Like they really mm-hmm. killed it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would put this above just because like like you guys said, the finale, I think they nailed it. I, I felt it was less rushed than WandaVision. Uh, and I also felt like the stakes were higher in, in this show than they were in WandaVision. So like, to me, like not by much, probably by like, you know, just as much, but yeah, I would put Falcon and Winter Soldier above it. Awesome. All right. Any final thoughts? Uh, I really want to know. Yeah. Any final thoughts that you guys have on Falcon and the Winter Soldier and what you're looking forward to with Loki?
1: Oh man, Loki. Um, I have no clue. I have no clue where Loki's going to go. Um I'm Same here, yeah. I I'm I'm kind of like suppressing my thoughts on Loki until Bad Batch is over because right now <laughs> I'm in the state of okay, we have more clone, we have basically Clone Wars season 8 coming. So <laughs> yeah. I'm more, I'm really excited for that. Like Same Loki here, yeah. is com- on the complete back burner for me until I until Bad Batch ends. So um uh, <laughs> Right now I am exhausted,
2: I'm tired. Um so those <laughs> are my here. final thoughts. There, yeah. Uh my final thoughts is uh, for Loki. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for what Loki's gonna deliver, but you know, I'm I'm as uh Brandon said, like I, I don't know where they're gonna go with this, you know. Uh with you know, Loki ended up dying by the hands of Thanos in Infinity War. Um, you know, and in and end game. The Avengers mess up the timeline and then, you know, Loki takes the Tesseract and, you know, uh, messes up the timeline. So uh, hopefully it does not disappoint because uh, Loki is something that it's not getting run right into my head. But, you know, all, all, always, always got to get this a show a try, even if it's Marvel, even if it's yeah. Marvel shows, definitely got to give it a try. Even mm-hmm. if you're not hooked by the trailer or what it shows still got to give it a try so i'm I'm excited for loki that's the one
0: that's the one thing i feel that marvel has done over the past you know 11 12 years is uh they've earned our trust like so even yeah yeah so Mm -hmm. like may not be pumped or excited but i have to check it out because it's marvel and they don't they rarely disappoint so um yeah i think loki's gonna be great i really don't I don't know if I, I. can't see myself liking Loki more than I like Falcon and Winter Soldier, but we'll see. We'll see. You
2: don't we'll know see. what could happen. Right. You don't we, know what. Could, you don't know what it could happen. Because when I that. first saw the trailer for WandaVision, I wasn't hooked. Yeah, but I, when thought I, saw that, the first I thought it was episode, weird. <laughs> when I first when I saw the first episode, I was hooked. I was yeah. hooked.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but for Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, I I've said this multiple times, uh, on Twitter. I think it is one of the best-written shows uh, in the entire MCU. Uh, I think it's just incredibly well-written. Um, I think the the action in it is super satisfying. Um, the development of these characters is really, really genuine and heartfelt, and so good. And um, the stakes, you know, saying what what happens in this show matters to the greater MCU. So for me, I loved it. Um, Really, really looking forward to a season two or to Captain America four, whichever one comes out first. Uh, And yeah, Uh, yeah. So that's pretty much all we have to say about it. Uh, I think that's a solid, solid uh, thumbs up all the way around. If you have not had a chance to check out the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I highly encourage you to do so it's one of the best shows on Disney plus right now Uh, one of the best shows in the MCU so uh, looking forward to that and please share your thoughts you know whatever thoughts you guys have on the show and what you thought of what we said what your thoughts are on Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Brandon why don't you let everybody know where they can find you
1: you guys can find me at f-a-n-t-a-s-m-i-c ears on twitter and letterboxd is ears um i i keep saying this i've been doing i've been saying it for the past five months um, i'm finally logging my films um i just saw the the demon slayer movie um I'm, yeah i'm a weeb <laughs> um, I, I saw the demon slayer movie i just finished the first season a, a couple days ago so um i i got to go see the demon slayer movie um Luckily, my theater didn't have anybody going Ed and Yega or anything so, like that. So uh, I'm, exci- <laughs> I'm I'm just glad I'm I'm glad it didn't have anything like that. So, um, yeah. You guys can me at Fantastic Gears on Twitter and Letterboxd. Go check me out over there. Let um. Thank you guys again for watching.
2: Um, Jack it was great having you on, man. Uh, I'm super excited yeah. for our Bad Batch reviews. I I'm. I'm very excited as well. And um, you can also find me on Instagram uh jack skywalker01 and uh my youtube channel uh called jack jack so yeah i was really honored to be on the podcast with you guys really great talking to you guys so thank you so much
0: thank you jack we really appreciate you coming on and helping us out my name is phoenix Cloudin. you guys can find me on twitter at imho reviews one that's the number one and on letterbox under pa Cloudin. and please as always follow the show on twitter instagram and on tiktok at film code pod we do a bunch of stuff to interact with you guys. Uh, you're really missing out if you're not following us there. So please do and check out our other episodes on uh, anywhere you get your podcast. This has been Film Code, guys. We're going to get up out of here. We will see you next time. Peace.